Welcome to How to Be a Texan. Uh, this is uh, Kyle and... And I'm Kevin. Oh, good. All right. Well, good. Glad I never know what level of radio voice you're going to kick in when we start one of these. This is so I'm level always, 10. No, this is not. This is like level two. Oh, okay. Level okay. 10 is just like just, extreme. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm always sitting here on pins and needles waiting for the can, intro. Can we, can we hear a level 10 just real fast? No, I don't think I've got it in Level me. 10 is like, hey there, welcome to How to Be a Texan. My name is Kevin Holder and I'm here with my buddy Counter Patrick. Uh. Turd Patrick. Turd Patrick. And then you hear like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my Sound gosh. Effects. There's yeah. just a finger pointing going on. Oh my God, I'm not doing that. Okay, so today, Kevin, I thought we'd talk about the origin and the overall just kind of history of the cattle trails and the cattle drives. I thought we'd talk about that just for fun and not just belabor it, not go into so much detail that just bores people to tears, but just talk about it because it, it's a huge part of Texas history, right? Mm-hmm. And it was all around kind of the mid-1850s through the late 1800s, right when the, the frontier was really settling in. And uh, we desperately needed – this is it. This is post-Civil War, so think about – 1860s is when the Civil War occurred and ended, mm-hmm. and so the nation was in chaos. We had um, all these cattle that had been bred down in Texas, all through Texas, and um, there was really no way to get the cattle back east because the railroads had not come all the way through to Fort Worth and to San Antonio yet. Where did the railheads well, they mainly yeah. occurred over through the Missouri and Kansas. That's where the railheads had gotten to, and they were safe and secure passages. But the problem was they just hadn't made it down through, say, Little Rock or Fort Worth or San Antonio. Think about that line down. Mm-hmm. They just hadn't made it that far down. They'd made it to New Orleans, but for some reason, I don't know if it was boggy or what, but we didn't drive cattle over to the east to New Orleans to get on ships and then go up to, to New England. Somehow... It was, it was known that we just needed to get the cattle back east because there was a huge demand for beef. There was plenty of beef up in mid-America, the Midwest, but there wasn't as much beef as, as they needed. And we had an inordinate amount of beef down in um, really bred through Mexico and then ultimately kind of came up through Texas. And we had some massive ranches in Texas, the King Ranch down south and then all these other ranches that came up. And so we had millions of head and a lot, a lot of them were longhorns back in the day, right? And ultimately they got kind of rebred off of the longhorn but uh, there were millions of those, and we needed to get them up to the east. And the only way to do that was through these railheads. Mm-hmm. And so that was really the origin of why we had these cattle trails. Now, I'm sure our fact checker is probably going to bust me on some of the dates. Oh, yeah, but... he will. He's been waiting for this episode. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk through that. So, um, I, and, and you know what? And we've talked about on – and go back and listen to our Lonesome Dove, ep- ep- Lonesome Dove episode as well because it – you know, Lonesome Dove was fascinating, and I won't, I won't belabor it, but it goes back into, you know, Gus and McRae uh, drove, you know, this – and this is fictitious but based on good night and loving uh, what they did, and they drove this first herd up and settled a big cattle ranch in Montana. That was really the premise – um, uh, of Lonesome Dove. So go back and listen to that. We, we did an episode on that. But what happened was, um, you know, that's the history of this is that we had all these millions of cattle. It was post-Civil War, and we needed to get all this beef 
back east. And so what generated was there were really four cattle trails that came out. And those four cattle trails, so let me make sure I get this right. You've got the the Chisholm Trail, which was really the original. Then you had the Shawnee Trail. Then you had the Great Western Trail. And then you had the Goodnight Loving Trail. And those occurred, again, back um, around 1867 through uh, really the late 1800s, closer to 1900. And, and let, me, let me give you a little pop quiz here. Tell me the reasons that shut down cattle drives. That shut them down? That closed it off, that just absolutely shut it down. And there's three reasons in my mind that did it. Well, the rails came down to Fort Worth. That's one. And all the way to San Antonio. And San Antonio. Right. Um, I don't know. Besides that, what what else? Barbed wire. Oh, barbed wire. Barbed wire. Yeah. That was probably the biggest one. And then the third were all these kind of hordes of um, uh, cattle uh, barren. Well, they were really kind of paid hands for cattle barons up in Kansas and Missouri that were uh, paid to shut down cattle drives because of this uh, yellow fever. This tex- It was really called the yellow, the, I'm sorry, the Texas fever. Uh, this, there was a belief that the Texas cattle had some kind of a virus that they called the Texas virus that would infect their herds and kill their their herds. Uh, and so they would pay hired gunmen to go and basically kill. Uh, but they just rerouted the trails around them, right? So that's what ended up happening. Yeah. That's why but they you, didn't really kill it. They just kind of had to. They had reroute to reroute and go further west. Yeah. And so that's what you get. Really, the Chisholm Trail kind of went up through Missouri, and then you had the others: the Shawnee, the Great Western, and the Goodnight Loving that kind of kept on going further out, and then they kind of went up to these southern Kansas railheads and Abilene and, and, and other uh, kind of ports for the, the trains. And that's where they ended up getting to. But what I thought is we would just de- really describe kind of what was life like on the cattle trail for these, you know, young men. These were young men mm-hmm. um, that were, can you, I mean, just can you imagine you're driving, you know, this group of, and they were generally around 2,500 cattle that they would take at a time. So I, I just got through watching this, uh, this John Wayne movie and it's called red river. And you think of John Wayne as always the hero. Well, he turned out to be the villain in this. He was a hero for a while. And then he literally kind of just lost his mind and became the villain. And, and the younger guy that was in charge really had to take over and cast him out. It, well, it he loses his mind. You get the cattle it, fever or something? No, he ended up, uh, and so they were they were ones that, that the Red River is all about the vision that John Wayne had, and it took him 15 years basically to go and develop a big herd down in South Texas and then do the first drive up. Now, I don't know, fact checker, you'll have to tell me, but I think it was basically up the – um, the Great Western Trail, mm-hmm. and um, and and it it wasn't a great movie. When you look at Lonesome Dove, it was a fabulous movie with great character development and all this. Red River was, you know, it was of course way way a long time ago done, and it was choppy and cheesy and all that. But it was it was good in that John Wayne's character basically got so power hungry 
to just say it's my way or the highway along the – he basically just kind of lost his way. And he started making really, really bad decisions about, well, if you're going to do this, I'm basically going to kill you, you know. And finally, the young man, who he considered kind of his pseudo son, just said, you're out. Get out of here, you know. And so he ran him off. And then he came back at the end. We brought some in, and it was a big showdown at the end. And then they ended up, you know, making up at the end and not killing each other. It was sweet. So sorry to ruin the movie for you if you haven't watched Red River yet. But... um, Well, it's the movie's fifty years old, so it's not like um, I know that's yeah. why that was funny. Yeah, yeah. So. I was gonna go watch it, man. Well, you should. It's, was, it, was, it was it was yeah. it was good. I mean, I watched it, you know, on the treadmill or whatever, and it it was something to watch. So, okay, so Kevin, what do you think about Cattle Drive so far? You know, I think they're pretty amazing. Yeah, and I'm really curious what life was like on the trail. Really. <laughs> So how would you like, first of all, just tell me, how would you like sleeping on the ground? No, I mean, they were really roughing it. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, you know, they would literally just set up camp. Yeah. You know, get up the next day, go, I don't even know how many miles they could go in a day. How many miles could they go in a day? About eight to 10. Eight to 10? Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? Positive. Wow. At best, they could go 15 miles in one day. So you go 15 miles, then you camp again, yeah. and then 15 miles camp again. This was again. generally a... And these uh, are going all the way up the country. This is a, at least a 100-day journey, at yeah. least, to yeah. get 2,500 cattle from Texas to Abilene, Kansas. Yeah, that's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. Eight to 10 miles, and think about the river crossings, and you had to plan for those. Uh, so especially if you had a rain... You know, you had to anticipate that, and you're sending scouts ahead. So, I mean, think about it also, you have to be very tough because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're going through Indian country too. So yep. not, and so they've got all kinds of Indian attacks that occur, and some of them failed and got killed because there were Indian attacks, and they killed all the cowboys, and they took all the beef. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be bad. Mm-hmm. But just the theory of riding a horse, whatever, 1,000 miles, and uh, and sleeping on the dirt, yeah. you know. Yeah. How would you like that? And I guess they had the, uh, how did they manage the food? They just ate a cow. <laughs> Every day they would eat a cow. They'd cut it up and put it in the, ch- there was a chuck wagon. It's full of crap. No, I'm no, not kidding. No, there was a chuck wagon. I don't think they cut up a cow every day, though. They did. Literally every day they butchered a new cow. Well, I mean, they kept what they could in the chuck wagon, but they it would only keep for so many days, and then they'd have to butcher another cow. I think maybe they had like dry goods or something like that. Maybe so, but I'm not kidding. That was maybe one old, of that old movie. Chucky was out there making you know beans or something. No, that know. well, there were probably beans. Butcher a new cow. There was every beans, day. and then there was fights over if they had. <laughs> uh, Fact checker is going to roast you on that one. I don't think so. I don't think so. So watch Red River, and that was the biggest complaint that those cow. Cowboys head day after day is like, what are we eating? We're eating beef stew again, and they just they just well, got I, to I, where I'm sure they ate beef a lot, but I don't think they butchered a whole cow every single lunch, day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they would eat. Beef. Yeah, yeah, I believe that part. And they're I just don't know if they so butcher sick. a cow every single day. Well, I, mean, I mean, cows a lot of meat. Think I, well, maybe they would. <laughs> cow okay. is a lot of meat. <laughs> to give you content. How many people would be? Well, I mean, like, think about it. You got. Yeah, so you would have um, – <laughs> no, I'm literally – I've got facts on this. So you would have in that uh, you're probably going to have uh, 10 or so cow hands, and uh, then you're going to have a cook. Uh, you're going to have a drover. 
You're going to have drag men, and drag men were by far the kind of the lowest on the totem pole there. Uh, do you have definitions on these roles? What's a drag man? A drag man is the one that would stay in the back and, the clean, back. and kind of clean the herd up, keep them all in. And uh, But that was by far the worst position because think about the dust that 2,500 mm. cattle would kick up. Right. So that's why you always saw them in, in, in handkerchiefs the bandanas and, and bandanas and all. Now, what's a drover? A drover, that's one of the guys on the side that's really keeping the the lead going, the kind of the tip of the spear. The the And a lot of times you would have some bulls up front that would be leading, and you'd be making sure they're going, and everything else would follow Just that follow lead. follow them. So you got to make sure they stayed on the path. That's right. And up, then you'd have, a, you'd have a cook in the chuck wagon, and they would stay, the drovers and the cooks would stay up front with the chuck wagons. And uh, they would go up, and then you'd have the drag man literally cleaning up the dregs. That's what they would call it, mm-hmm. where you've got the outliers out, and uh, and you would you would have a an acceptable loss rate along mm-hmm. because if you had stampedes, I mean, think about that. You know, if you had twenty five hundred cows at stampede, you're going to have a loss. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just hope that it's limited. So yeah. now that I think about it, because I was thinking like, oh, like 10, 12 guys, like one cow one full-grown cow would last them like i don't know like six months just throw it into the refrigerator and then i <laughs> was like the wait they don't have refrigerators nah. so they're probably they're just cut they're just cutting up they're the probably good, gonna the have parts. to yeah they're just it like they'll just get what they can off make stew out of it every and keep going every few like every week or so i, I don't would know think so. i would think so yeah, i don't know that's a good topic to research i don't know I'm just telling you, beef they management. Had, they had plenty beef of management. plenty of beef there, and uh, you what know, if they killed a hundred hundred cattle, I mean, one a day would be a hundred. Right, that'd be kind of extremes. All I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> you know, yeah, they'd lose all the cattle in there. <laughs> they lose a hundred. Well, no, they had a thousand. You know, I don't know. They had twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. They ate a hundred. Eat a- <laughs> it's like the the that movie dumb and dumber where they kept taking money out of the briefcase have you seen that movie oh yeah yeah and by the end there's nothing left in the briefcase but uh, an iou yeah. It's like, yeah sorry we ate we ate all the cattle no My- <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense oh, my favorite Here, we, part of we owe you a hundred hundred cattle we oh ate them my on gosh the my favorite part by far is when that guy uses the bathroom and oh it's yeah he's like oh no don't use that <laughs> oh my gosh so great all uh, right yeah we'll, we'll do some fact checking on yeah and, uh, and then by, along with that I, i'm sorry i missed this but they'd have about 10 cowboys a cook and then they would generally have a horse wrangler or two because you would have a remuda of horses along with that That makes sense yeah yeah and so you if you have 2500 cattle then you're going to bring you know probably at least two or three mounts per cowboy and they would go through probably two or three horses a day mm-hmm. and then they would let the the other two rest Get and then those rest. three they yeah. keep fresh because you're constantly riding off and and uh, kind of herding in the strays mm-hmm. and then now, what about security were there any guys that were there just to fight off indians and no they all were that? they all they were all so they would take shifts at night to watch the herd and then you generally they had a lot of irish cowboys in there too and you'll you'll see that and and those guys were really because you'll hear them yodeling or singing to the cows and that literal i'm not kidding they would literally kind of calm the cows by singing to the cows hmm. and um but 
your most feared thing would be if if it was deadly quiet. And again, this happened in that Red River movie where it was just deadly quiet, and you had some pans clanging, and it caused uh, cause a stampede. A stampede. And uh, that's the worst thing. But can you imagine at midnight, a stampede occurs, everybody gets on your horses, and you're riding 45 miles an hour through pitch black yeah, country. Can would, you imagine that'd that? That would be scary. Oh yeah. my gosh, that would be so frightening. That'd be scary. Your, you, your horse could break a leg. You could fall and break your neck. I mean, because the cook dropped a pan. That's right, and that's what happened. And again, it was, uh, <laughs> but it, it it would easily happen. Oh, so yeah. that would be, you that know, their brutal. one of their biggest things is just trying to keep the herd herd calm. But I, I love that. that's a big part of our history. And so that forty years or so, we had cattle trails. Uh, you know, they were well, well, they had to be established first, which was pretty remarkable in some of these, you know, kind of heroes of the cattle era, like O.W. Wheeler, and then, uh, you know, some of these others that really developed these four cattle trails. And um, that's a big part of Texas history. Mm -hmm. And then it just came to a screeching end because of you know primarily the barbed wire and then the the railheads that came into texas and then Mm -hmm. they you would just drive your cattle to san antonio you drive them to houston you drive them to san antonio i'm sorry fort worth and then you'd be good or amarillo was a big head too yeah i was just thinking it's probably pretty unpleasant with the horses eating all that beefarino (laughs) (laughs) beefarino that they'd was get, they'd get pretty gassy. Huh? They would get gassy. Pretty yeah. gassy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that would be Farina. So the interesting thing was is these these four trails. One of the Andrew, reasons they didn't have. They didn't have Price Club oh, okay. or giant cans of beef arena that they were feeding. Oh, on okay. I I was just thinking like yeah, yeah. All the all that beef. Yeah, cow yeah. a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horses eat grass. Horses generally. Are you hurt, generally would not feed your before. horse beef arena. Yeah, it's more. <laughs> maybe if it maybe if it was pulling a you know uh, happy what what what's the wagon called? Uh, I can't remember. Chuck wagon? No, not a Chuck wagon. He's talking about a Seinfeld episode. Oh god, he's off on a Seinfeld. Kramer, episode. Kramer fed his horse Beefarino, okay. and he took George's parents on a carriage ride. And <laughs> no, it was carriage ride, the whole time. Carriage ride through Central Park and with a carnivore horse. Well, yeah, Kramer had fed the horse Beefarino because he overbought <laughs> at Prize Club. Oh it's like riding along, and the horse is just super gassy. Oh, my, like, gosh. oh my god! Tooth. Oh no! <laughs> That's what he's talking about. Okay, there. okay. Yeah, well, he's yeah. not serious about feeding the horses the beef. I, I didn't know cattle drive. I didn't. Okay, but I will tell you those four trails. <laughs> Handsome cab. That's what it was called. Oh, Handsome yeah. cab. Right. They were extremely Sorry. wide because they would graze as they were going their eight to ten miles per day. The cows would fan out across a very wide berth. Because they'd basically be grazing all the way up mm-hmm. to uh, Kansas. And that's how they ate because, I mean, to the beefarino point, I mean, they would be eating <laughs> grass all the way up. Right. And that's how they fed themselves. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, hey, I like that stuff. I, I mean, as you all know, I What was I the love... most traveled of the cattle trails? Oh, it, it easily had to be the Chisholm Trail. So that's the one that went up through uh, Kansas into Missouri. And then you just had to kind of keep ooching over um, as the mobs kept attacking the herds. And then you went, you know, then you went Shawnee Trail and then you went Great Western. And then you kind of swung out New Mexico up through Colorado back into Kansas on the Goodnight Loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which trail was the Lonesome Dove? 
I, story. To me, I believe it was the Great Western. Fact checker can get me, but I'm pretty sure it was the Great Western because it was the one that was back over and they had to cross all these rivers to get up through it. And it wasn't it wasn't the one going back up through you know Arkansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas up to Missouri. It was the one that kind of went up through the Texas Panhandle, Oklahoma Panhandle into Kansas, and then ultimately up to Montana. Mm-hmm. And they didn't go over to the mountains, which the Goodnight Lovings they it skimmed right over along the mountains of the uh, the Rockies. Got it. Yeah, pretty cool. Hey, I love this stuff. I mean, I love all that. I'm, you know, I think, can you imagine the shape that those cowboys were in just being on horseback all day long? I mean, it was amazing. I, they had to be in amazing shape, mm-hmm. you know, just lean and fit and tough and, be, you know, able to, and all they're eating is beef and beans and whatever. Anyway, it, it's a it's a fascinating era for us, and, and I love that part of Texas. It's history. hard to believe it was only 40 years. Yeah, I mean, because Texas is so defined by it. It it is, but it it really Just ended. A small window of time. It really ended. Now you have to pay for, you know, a howdy duty ranch out in Arizona or something to go and do a, you know, a mock cattle drive. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people pay big money to do that and go drive them, you know, a mile on a ranch, and it's like, oh wow, this is awesome. Yeah. But I bet it would be awesome. Yeah. For us, it would still be awesome. Yeah. Moving cattle around. My daughter, that's her, one of her favorite things to do is move cows around on her horses. Uh-huh. And it's amazing how instinctual it is for a horse. Oh, yeah. You know, you think these cutting horses, they mm-hmm. have all this specialized training. And a cutting horse is what, um, that's the one where you'll have a cow up basically against a fence line. And there's these competitions where the rider on the horse will move the cow whichever way they want and and they're judged on how um kind of as one the rider and the horse do and how in control of that cow they are and it's it's phenomenal well you got to cut it out of the herd and then keep it out of the herd right yeah it's man it's beautiful to see (laughs) yeah yeah, those and horses you talk are about, amazing. And you talk about the balance that the, the people riding, the cowboys or cowgirls are riding. I mean, they are hanging on for dear life because that horse will cut on a dime. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, turn and go full blast the mm-hmm. other way to cut that cow oh, back Those out. horses are amazing. They are amazing. And high dollar, too. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's an expensive hobby. Yep. yep, it is. All right. Well, hey, thanks for uh, listening along on my ramblings on the cattle trails. That was good stuff. Yeah, I yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> Beeferino. <laughs> Beefarino, Andrew. I don't care much about the beefarino, but whatever. It's all good. It's all good. So, all right. Well, look us up on iTunes, Spreaker, Google Play. Leave a review. Right. Adios. Adios. See you later.